The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Moed Katan, Daf Bet. Today's Daf is being studied in the Nishmat Avraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu began Eden. Amen. Today's Daf is being studied in Fashinema Yosef ben Sarah. Amen. We begin today's daf, <coughs> the beginning of the Masechet, Hazrat Hashem, starting from the first Mishnah. Our Masechet, in the beginning, will discuss, <coughs> in the first Mishnah, some of the laws surrounding Chola Mo'ed. Hence the name Mu'ed Katan. Mu'ed Katan is the minor Mu'ed, which is not Yom Tov, but would be Hola Mu'ed, which is the intermediate days of the holiday. According to the Torah, work is forbidden on Hola Mu'ed. However, based on the Derashah, which we'll see immediately, the Hakamim did allow uh, certain work in the case where there would be a Hefsid. A person would incur a financial loss, so then already the rabbis allowed such work to be done, so you don't incur a loss. However, even when they allowed the work, they only allowed uh, work that entails minimal tadha exertion. However, if it's tadha yatera, if it uh, entails a lot of work, Great exertion, so even in the case of Ifsid Mirubah, the rabbis did not allow it. That's basically the rule. The Mishnah begins. Mashkin bet ha-shilachin b'mu'ed u-bashvi'it ben m'ma'yan sh'yatsa b'tachida ben m'ma'yan sh'lo yatsa b'tachida Bet ha-shilachin, that she says, Sadeh is a field. She omedet behar. Right? It's in the mountains. So it needs constant irrigation. It does not suffice uh, from the rains, because since it's in the mountains, the rains just slide off of it. So therefore you constantly have to irrigate it. So therefore that's called a beta shelachin. We'll see why they call that field shelachin, but that's what they call a field that needs constant irrigation. So it says on Cholam it is permissible to water such a field that she says, Mashkinota afilu bechaloshil moed lefi shehu lo hefsed gadol im eno mashkeota. It's going to be a great loss of the field if you don't water it. The davar shel hefsed hetiru hakamim letroach bo bechaloshil moed. Again, anything that is hefsed, a loss, hakamim allowed you to to do it. On Cholam Mo'ed. Kemo she'anu mutsi'im ma'asikat chagiga. Dekhtiv. It gives you the derasha. It says in one pasuk, Sheshet she'amim tochal masot, Ubayom ha'shevi'i atzeret la'ashim elohecha. Six days eat matzot. On the seventh day, atzeret. Atzeret means they have stop. Stoppage of work. Ma'ashevi'i atzor ba'asiyat menacha. So the Gemara makes a derasha. Just like on the seventh day. Atzor, meaning from work, stopping from work. So to the six days, also, that the Torah has a cash between the six day and the seven days. The six days also are stoppage of work. So the Gemara says, So maybe you'll tell me just like the seventh day you can't do any type of work. So on the six days also you can't do any type of work. The extra head tells me that the seventh day is special. Shivi'i atzor bechol melacha. The seventh day is asurol melacha. The end shisha atzurim bechol melacha. However, the six days are not asurol melacha. Halo masrana katuv elad hakamim. So the pasuk gave the uh, power to the hakamim to decide which melachot will be permissible and which not. Lo malecha. So there's your answer. The rabbis concluded they had a derasha. Uh, uh, it says, 
which means now already we have a connection between the first six days of the holiday, really referring to the intermediate days, the Cholamu'ed days, and the seventh day. So just like the seventh day, it says, Atzirim, meaning Atzor, no work. So to on the first days, Cholamu'ed, no work. Oh, you'll tell me no work at all? No. Seventh day is no work at all. That's Hashivya'i, those seventh days special. Hashi'inkin, on the sixth day, certain work is permissible, the first six days. Uh, so, doesn't tell me anything else. What's permissible? So that the rabbi stepped in. And they came along and they gave the uh, ruling. And they said, you know what? On Chola Mu'ayid, if it's a hifsid, and it's not such a tircha, we'll allow you to do it. Therefore, you're allowed to water a field that needs the irrigation. If you don't water it on Chola Mu'ayid, what's going to happen to the field? You're going to lose it. So therefore, it's permissible. Now, for that matter, it's permissible also in Shemitah, in Shivi'it. You know, Shemitah is the uh, seventh year, the sabbatical year. So the Mishnah is telling me also in the Shemitah year, it is permissible to water fields. Now, even though you're not allowed to work your fields during the Shemitah, that's only referring to Avodah Hashuvah, the Rishonim say. Like planting your fields, or plowing your fields. It's considered a significant labor. However, watering fields, this already is not part of the uh, Isurim of Shemitah. Now it should be noted that in a case, even in a case where Shemitah, let's say, is Minat Torah, in the times where Shemitah was from the Torah, still it's permissible. Because if you don't water your fields, it's going to be a great hefsid. So therefore, in Shemitah also, one is able to water Bet Shelachim, the type of field that needs irrigation. Now, with what type of irrigation? So now the Mishnah says, Whether it's a new wellspring, that you just got it started, that she says, She's now it's starting to, uh, to spring, Which means even though it doesn't yet have its path yet, means I guess that had a wellspring, right? So the spring would overflow and had a path where it would bring the water towards the, towards the field where you need it. So even though it's a new spring, it's still permissible to get it started on or an old one that's already established. Yomara will explain what the Hadush is on an established spring and on a uh, not established spring. Again, what I'll explain that. But basically, what the Mishnah is telling you that any type of spring is permissible to use on Hula Mu'ed or on Shemitah to water Be'et Ashadachin. Aval, however, En Mashkin, Lo Mime Hageshamim, it is forbidden to water the field from rain water. Why? Because the rainwater is collected. How are you going to get the rainwater to your field? You're going to have to carry it. You're going to have to take buckets. You're going to have to you know, fill up the bucket and walk to the field. That is going to cause great exertion. That's going to be terha yetera. And therefore great exertion, even though, this have said, the rabbis did not allow it. So that's why rainwater... Is no good. Look at Ashi. Avalomi megeshamim mishum deit beterha yetera. That would be a greater measure of terha. Velomi me akilon. Water of the kilon is water of the well. Again, water of the well. You have to draw it. Doesn't go by itself. And therefore, it'll great be terha yetera. Excessive exertion, and therefore it's going to be asur. The Mishnah continues. Okay, now it should be noted that when it says in Mashkin Lumi Megeshami Vlumi Makilon, mostly Shonim learn that this is only a deen on Holamuid. However, during Shemitah there's no law of Tirhayatira. Which means the law of Shemitah is once the Zahif said it's permissible to uh, water the field in any which way you like. Because uh, the rabbis in Shemitah law did not make a difference between Yetir Hayetira or Notir Hayetira. Only by Cholam Mu'ed do we have that difference. So in Cholam and on, on, on Shemitah, water the field however you want. Uh, whether you want to do it with water, rainwater, you want to do it from well water, that's no problem. That says the uh, Mi'idi. The Mi'idi says, Kol She'anu Maturimbo, and none of the Torho. Shelon Ne'esar Torah Meshvi'it. 
שהרי לא נאסר אלא בעבודת קרקע, וכל שהותר מכללו בעבודה שבקרקע יטרח כמה שירצה. What's where they allowed you to work the field, meaning, work the field, you can't work the field, but to, to water the field, they allowed it to you in any which way. <coughs> Further, Ve'en osin ugiyot legefanim. Ugiyot literally means ditches for the uh, vines. You have a vineyard, let's say, and you want to get the water to the roots of the uh, vines. So what do they do? They would make ditches. And the water would go through the ditches to get to the vines. So it seems this would be a great terha to dig these dishes, ditches. And therefore it is forbidden on Hulam Mu'id. Rabbi Al-Azab Al-Azariyah Omer, En osin et ta'ama batechila bamu'id u bashivi'id. He says it is forbidden to dig a canal. He called that canal an amma. Because its measurements were an amma. It was an amma wide, so they and an amma deep, so they call it an amma. You cannot dig it like a tehila on cholamid. Why? Again, the same reason because it would incur tirha yetera. However, the question is why is it asud in shemitah? I thought we just learned in shemitah there's no problem of tirha yetera. So why is it forbidden to dig this amma? So the rishonim explain because it looks like you're plowing. And plowing is forbidden on Shemitah. So you're going to start to <coughs> dig the a canal. People are not going to realize you're digging a canal. There's other oh, guys are plowing this field on uh, Shemitah. That's a sus, what's a marit ayin reason. They say, no, we don't make a gezerah. In the Shemitah, it's permissible to dig the canal even lechatahidah. Further, umitakinim etamekulkalot bamu'id. It is permissible to metaken the mekulkadot. What is that? Which means, let's say you had an ama canal that got clogged up, became mekulkal. Let's say you have debris or afar. Let's say dirt went into the canal, and now it's blocking it, and therefore the water is not flowing through the canal. So that is already uh, permissible. That's not considered such a tircha, and therefore one is able to unclog. The uh, clogged canals on Holamu'id. Okay? Furthermore, et What is is like the uh, wells and the cisterns and the different public water uh, areas that the people drink from. If, let's say, also they became. Uh, are clogged in a certain way, it's permissible to fix them in order they should flow properly. Now, the Hadush is that there's a great Torah in this, not so great that it will be Asud, but greater Torah than the previous case. Therefore, it's saying still it is permissible to do that on Cholam uh, Again, Kilkudeh Mind is the bodies of water, like the wells. Uh, and uh, the different uh, places where the waters gather for the Rabbim. Further, the Chotetin Otan. Chotetin is not only, you can also clean them out. That she says, look at the Tosafot, the Chotetin Otan. Sheimnit Malea Bor. Let's say the cistern became filled with all debris, or Afar, Mutar Lahatot Lehaamiko. You can dig it again. Let's say it loses some of its depth. You're allowed to dig it. Because the uh, earth is soft, it's wet. So therefore it's not such a tircha to re-dig the uh, cistern. But to go dig a well, that's already great exertion. Okay? Okay? That's the roads. That's the streets. Uh, roads are uh, in the public domain. Rehovot usually are more in like the private domain. So it's permissible to do, uh, fix the roads. People need to travel. So therefore you're allowed to do that the type of public works on the... Uh, you're allowed to fix the mikvaot. Meaning you're allowed to measure them to make sure they have the proper 
Shi'ur, the forty se'ah. Ve'osin kol sorche harabim. And for that matter, it's permissible to do all public works, all the uh, needs of the rabim, which the Gemara will tell us what that's coming to include, is permissible. Umitsayinin itakibarot. You're allowed to mark the graves. Uh, let's say uh, you have graves in the street or on the, on the roads, and you want to mark them so the Kohanim could know where they are. So you're allowed to take limestone on Cholam and go and you know, make markers on the uh, areas over there in order that the Kohanim know exactly where the graves are. That's Mitzayinin et kevarot with limestone. The Yotzin af alakilayim. And Betin, at that time of year, Cholam would go out and they would have to warn the people to uproot any mixtures they had in their field. That's the planting time, let's say. So let's say you have wheat. And next to the wheat, something else was growing. Now you have two plants growing together. That's a sur, but a Torah, it's kilayim. Therefore, Betin is obligated to go out and warn the people to uproot their kilayim. And you can do that on Cholam Now you can do that. Tosfot says, Meaning it's obligatory for them to go out. Just all the other things we said, you can fix the roads, you can clear out these cisterns, that's voluntarily. However, when it comes to the Kilayim, they have to go out on Cholam in order to stop the people from a Avera. So let's review all the cases of our Mishnah. The first deen in the Mishnah is Mashkin Bet You're allowed to water the Bet Again, we said Bet is a field that needs irrigation. It needs water because it's in the mountains. So we said it's permissible. Why is it permissible? Because if you don't water it, it's going to be a Hefsid. However, uh, in the Hefsid is Mutar on Cholam And that's Hefsid. Uh, that being said, it's a question, it's a mahluk nishonim, if that which we say, if said is mutar mahalamad, is it mutar mana Torah, or is it midna uh, banana? It's a whole question. Did the Torah matir if said? Is it a, is, is the dirasha that we said, the, comparing the six days and the seventh day, is that a true dirasha from the Torah, or is it just an asmachta da'alma? In any event, it seems that Shitat Rashi and Tosafot is a rabbinical, that the rabbis allowed uh, if, the things that have said. However, only in a way where it's not going to be such a Torah. Terhayi Terah is not permissible. And therefore they only allow to use, use a wellspring. Uh, 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 yeah, a spring. That you, you, you start the spring working, even a new spring, where you get the spring to work, and it creates its path, and then the water goes by itself. But you're not allowed to draw it from a well or from rainwater, because that would be Terhayi So that was the first law. The second law was uh, you cannot make... Ugiyot, Legefanim, that was the uh, ditches, right, for the vines, so the water can flow there. And then uh, we said also you cannot make the Amma, right, that was the canals, but that's also Terhayetera. You cannot do it on Mu'ed, because Terhayetera, but Shivi'id, because we said it looks like plowing. Right, the law that we said by Shemitah is Terhayetera is not Asur. The Achamim said that you can make the Amma on Shivi'id. Furthermore, we said you can fix the mikul kalot, which is an amma that got clogged up. You can unclog it on cholam moed, and you're allowed to fix kilkulei amayim That's the cisterns in the public domain. You can even fix them, and you can hotetin otan. You're allowed to unclog them, and you're allowed to fix the roads and the streets and the mikvaot. And you're allowed to say in the graves, and you mitzvah to go out on kilayim. And that's a quick run through the Mishnah. The Gemara is going to go through each case uh, one at a time. And we begin. Which means, you told me in the Mishnah that you're allowed to be mashkin betashilachin from a ma'yan, from a wellspring that just started its path. Now what's the hidush in the wellspring that just started its path? Even though there's a chance that the walls of the path might cave in. It's not sturdy yet. Still we allow you to do that. That's a risk. Because if it caves in, the guy now is going to have to start digging it out on Cholam Mu'ed. And that's a Tirhayi Tira. Still, the rabbis were not concerned on a wellspring that even though the path was not established yet, they were matirit. 
So the Gemara says, Ashtar Yeshtoma Mimayan Shiyatsa Betachina Anu Pev Datil in Pulivno. There's a chance that what? That the karka, that the ground around it is not yet firm and it might fall. And still the Mishnah says what? Mashkin. And we're not worried that the walls are going to fall and you're going to come to Terachayetera. Mimayan Shilo Yatsa Betachina Delo Antil in Pule. Mibaya. Do you have to tell me an established spring is permissible? Which is, if you look at the Mishnah, the Mishnah is a Bim Mayachi at Sabbatayla, a new one, Bim Mayachi at Sabbatayla. Of course, if you allow me on a new one where there's bigger hashas that the walls might cave in, and you might come to Tarayitina, still that's permissible, so the more so. An old one being established one for sure should be permissible. It's not going to cave in. So what's the, what's the Hadush of the Mishnah? So the Gemara says, Amre, it's Tarikh. Now you need both cases. Because if you told me only the case of a new spring, I tell you, only a new spring, I allow you even in a beta shilachin. Which means, what's a beta shilachin? Only in a Beit HaShelachim. Beit HaShelachim is a field that needs the rain. I said, you know what? A field that needs the water. Since if you're not going to water it, it's going to come to have said, I'm going to be very lenient on you. I'm going to even let you use a Mayan, Shiloh Sabatahila. So I'm worried. If you're not going to water the field, you're going to lose it. However, Beit What's Beit HaBaal? Beit is a field in the valley. Where the water collects, where it gets a lot of water, where you don't need to irrigate it. So I would say, in such a field, the beta ba, I'm not going to let you use a mayan, because what do you need it for? Why should I be so lenient to use a new wellspring in a beta baal? First of all, the thing might cave in, and you don't need it. Beta baal is not necessary. Mishum but maybe I would argue and say in uh, an established Mayan, Maybe I'll tell you even in a better Baal it's permissible. So the Mishnah comes and tells me like this. Only on a Beit HaShelachin did we allow you any form of irrigation. But on a Beit Baal, no form of irrigation is permissible. And therefore we go back to the Mishnah. If the Mishnah would have just said like this, Mashkin Beit HaShelachin, B'ma'yan Shiyatsa B'tahila. Great Hadush, can even use a newly established Ma'yan. Do you know what I would have said? Yeah, that's because it's a beta shalachim, because uh, being lenient. But you know what? When it comes to the beta ba'al, I'll let you use an old one. And that's not so. The Mishnah is coming to tell you, you should know, the only heter of any type of ma'yan, ben ben is only beta shalachim. But when it comes to a beta ba'al, I'm not going to allow you any form of irrigation. Why? Because it can sustain itself on its own uh, on its own waters. It's not going to be a mekel. That's what I have said, exactly. That's more just harvacha. The reason why you would water a beta baal is because, let's say, you want the crop to grow faster. That's enhancement. I don't let you go to enhancement for holam uh, You want to have hefsed, that's another story. That's what a beta baal is going to be. Asur. Huh? But I've got to plug the spring and I'm worried that the, the the water that comes out is traveling through a canal-like. But it was just newly established. So I'm worried that the walls might cave in. Established with nothing to worry about. So what you say, you're not allowed to do What do you do? You clog it? Because you don't want to... It says you're allowed to use it. It says you're allowed to use a new spring and an old spring. Better Baal, you don't. Which means you cannot get the spring to start working on Cholam Mu'ed, even if it's an established spring, you cannot g- channel the water through it, on, on, if it's working by itself, there's nothing, you have to stop it. We're talking about, you're obviously you're doing something to get the water to start going through the, uh, through the canals. Why is this different than, than the Amatamayim? Amatamayim, Amatamayim, you're digging it. This is over here, a spring over here, that everything is done already. The, the canals are drawn... And oh, the, everything is, the water is going through. You're just worried since it's new that the walls of the canal might 
Like cave in. You already formed it before Yom Tov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the water, just a new, it's just, it's just not new, it's not established. So therefore the concern of my fall in, my fall in was another fall in. Then they're going to come to Tahayitanan, I go start digging it out. Mm-hmm. Didn't make such a gizirah, my bit of shalachit. So comes the Gemara and says, Ume'em ashma. Now we get into words, terminology. Ume'em ashma. Dehai beta shilachim lishna de sahutai. How do you know that the word beta shilachim is a word that connotes thirst? That's a thirsty field, right? It always needs, uh, it needs to drink. Dehtiv, it says by Amalek, veata ayef viyageya. Right? It says, veata ayef viyageya, that you were the Jewish people when they came out of Egypt. They were ayef. And Yageya. So what do those words mean? Umetargeminan veat mishalhe velae. Literally mean mishalhe means you were faint, velae, and you were exhausted. Now the word mishalhe, you could read it mishalhe. Because the he and the he are interchangeable. And therefore, why were we faint? Because we were thirsty. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you see the word Mishalhe is thirst, and therefore Beta Shilachin is a field that faints for thirst and therefore needs water. Very good. Now, how do you know when we call a field a Beta Baal? Well, Beta Baal, you're saying, is a field that is. Uh, satiated, a field that is has yeshuv, right? Is 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 it at ease? Because it has enough water, so it's like uh, it's yushav. How do you know that beta baal is that type of field? Dichtiv ki baal bachur betula. It says when a baal, when a bachur, a young man, will be with a betula ki baal, right? He will be with her. And the interpretation is When a, uh, a young man will settle down with a betula So you see uh, yeah, So then the pasuk says That just like a Bachur uh, settles down with a betula So to your children will settle down in your midst in the land and therefore you see what? Baal is a lashon of settled. Like this pasuk says, yetbun, which means the bachur settles with the betula. And therefore a field that's called the beta baal is a field that is settled, which means the rain ready uh, comes on the field enough, and therefore the field does not need any, any more waters. That's baal. That's the way that she explains it in Masichet Sukkah. Okay? Okay, comes the Gemara and says, Man Tana, who's the author of the Mishnah? De Peseda in Hafsada Lo. That was one principle we learned from our Mishnah. The principle we learn from the Mishnah is that Peseda is permissible, Harvacha enhancement is forbidden. Which part of the Mishnah did we learn that from? From the fact that the Mishnah only allowed you to water a bit of Shilachim and did not allow you to water a bit of Baal. Why can't you water a bit of Baal? Because that's not a Hefzid. That's just enhancement. Why would I water a bit of Baal to get the crop to grow faster? So that's one principle I need to know who who's the author of that. The second principle of the Mishnah is Vafilu Bimkom Peseda and even in the place of Ifsid, which you're telling me it's permissible, Mitrah Nameh However, if it's excessive Tirha, the Mishnah does not allow. Where do you see that in the Mishnah? Because didn't the Mishnah say you're not allowed to draw water, let's say from a well or from the rains? Now why not? That's what it's Ifsid. Because that's going to entail excessive tirha. So the Mishnah really taught us two principles. So we have to find a rabbi, a Tanah, that taught these two principles, and we can say that he's the author of the Mishnah. What are the two principles again we're looking for? Number one, Arvacha is Asur. And number two, even in the case of if said, Tirha Yetera is going to be Asur as well. What's considered excessive work? Whatever the Mishnah said. The Mishnah said, for example, you can not allowed to go draw water 
with a bucket and bring it to the field. So that's the Chachamim decide what the Tarhayat Tira is. But you see what? The Mishnah is telling you not all have said is mutar. Because I could have argued and said, you know what? But the Shalai needs the word do whatever you want. No, you can't do whatever you want. You can only do it in a way where it's minimal Tarhayat. So who says this? So Amar Afuna, Rabbi Li'ezer ben Yaakov. Oh, we found the Tarnah. Rabbi Li'ezer ben Yaakov. Detnan. If let's say you have a puddle of water under one tree, it's permissible to make like a, uh, a furrow in order to draw the water from one tree so it'll travel to another tree. But uh, you have to be careful. You can't water the entire field. Which means... Uh, we're talking about a field which is a bit of ba'al. Trees themselves are considered like bit shilahim. The tree itself needs excessive water. So you see what? Yaakov gives you the hadush of what? Of hefsed, yes. Harvacha, no. While he allowed me to make furrows for the trees, to go to the trees themselves, but I could not, because that's not for a loss. That's, that, that is for a loss. Trees are for a loss. Trees are hefsed. But he did not allow you to make the furrows for the field at large. Because the field itself is metabal. So therefore you see what? You see, uh, well, at least the first principle you see. That if said mutar, harvacha, asur. Didn't Yaakov allow me to make furrows from one tree to another tree? Why did he make, allow you to go from one tree to another tree? Because trees themselves need excessive water. So therefore, you better water those on the Khalam if you don't water the way, the tree's going to die. Also, I can't let me go to the rest of the field. The rest of the field will be sustained. Good. So the Gemara says, Imur harvaha. All you taught me, you can go to every every tree. You can go to every tree. Every tree. Every tree in the field, you can make furrows from tree to tree. Because the tree itself is like Betta Shalachim. If the tree doesn't get the water, it's going to die. But the Hadush is you cannot go, the trees are thirsty. But you can't go to the rest of the field. The rest of the field, whatever you got in there, wheat, whatever you're growing around there, that's forbidden. Because that's already a beta ba'al. So what do you see the principle? Harvaha. So the Gabbara says, what did you see from the Bidia Ezer? All you saw was Harvaha. But you did not see from the Bidia Ezer the second principle that we're looking for. The second principle that we're looking for is that. Uh, in a place of hefsed, it's only permissible if there's no terha that you didn't see. All you just saw the difference between is hefsed and harvaha. But there's another principle that the Mishnah taught us. The Mishnah taught us that in a case of hefsed, only things that are not terha. Where did you see the Bezu talk about that? So really you cannot say he's the author of the Mishnah. Comes the Gemaran says, Ela Amara Papa. So the Papa comes along and says, Hamani, who's the author of the Mishnah? Another rabbi, Rabbi Yudahi. Okay, let's see Rabbi Yudahi. Tanya, we have a brighter. Mayana, you would say, Betahila, you have a new wellspring, that its path is new. Mashkin, Mimenu, Afilu Sade, Betabal. Wow, Nushita. The Bimi'ir tells you that you're allowed to water a beta ba'al field even on a new wellspring. Mm. Oh, so that's an extreme opinion. We never saw that opinion already. For sure, we know Amishnah is not the Bimi'ir. Rabbi Yudaumer, En Mashkin Ela Sadeh Beta Shilahin Sheharba. Rabbi Yudah says, You can only water Beta Shilahin. A field of Bet Hashem Sheharba. Harba literally means it was destroyed. Mm-hmm. We don't know what this word means. We'll wait for the Gemara to explain it to us. Rabbi El Azar bin Azariah Omer, Lo Kach Velo Kach. Not this and not this. We'll see what the Bil Azar is talking about. Yeter Alken Amar Rabbi Yehuda. Furthermore, Rabbi Yehuda said, Lo Yifane Adam Amatamayim. A person cannot clear out the amatamayim, the canal on your on cholamoed. The yeshked the ginato, and water is garden ul churbato. His field, 
Behola shil mu'id. On hola mu'id. Now the Gemara analyzes. My harba. The Biuda, you told me that you can be mashkeh a bit of shilahin on hola mu'id. Actually, his language was in mashkin ila sadeh bit shilahin. But what type of bit of shilahin? Shaharba. Shaharba, the guy was destroyed. Ilema harba mamash. If you're telling me meaning it became a dried out field, meaning totally uh, arid. So the Gemara says, Lamali de Mashkela. What are you watering? I mean, the, the field's dead already. I mean, if, it, if it's destroyed, watering is not going to revive it. So that cannot be harba mamash. The Amar Abaye, so Abaye explained, Sheharba mimayan ze, the Yatsala mayanahir. Oh, which means this wellspring dried up. So you want to get started a new wellspring. Harba mimayanze, you want to do a new wellspring. Oh, so now the Gemara continues. Rabbi al Azabna Azariya Omer, Lokach velokach. What do you mean, Lokach velokach? Lo shena harev ma'ayana, velo shena lo harev ma'ayana. Which means, I don't care if the wellspring dried up, or I don't care if it didn't dry up. You could never use a new wellspring. So the Bil Azab bin Azayah is Mahmir. He says on a Betashilahim, a new wellspring? Asur. What's his logic? Yeah, because it wasn't established yet. He's worried that the it's going to collapse. And they're going to come to Tirhayatira. So the Bil Azab could not be Amishnah, by the way. Because Amishnah clearly said, Amishnah cannot be Rabbi Meir Because Rabbi Meir allows even Beta Baal Great So who does the Mishnah so far Most closely sound like Rabbi Yehuda Because Rabbi Yehuda said That if you have a field Beta Shalachin Great, only Beta Shalachin Sheharba, Mazaharba The Ma'yan that you had Dried up You're allowed to start up A new Ma'yan Beautiful. Start up a new Mayan. So what do you see over here? You see the principle of Hifzid. Hifzid is going to be permissible. And only in a Betta Shilachim, but not in a Betta Baal. Only one problem. You didn't see the Tercha issue yet. We were still stuck. Where do you see the Biudah discuss that what? Only a case where it's Hifzid, where it's not Tercha Yitira. So that she's bothered with this question. So look at Rashi, the last Rashi in the daf. Shechar b'memayan zev yatsala ma'yan acher. Shecharev ma'yana shirigilal l'shtot memenu. Now, what does that mean? That means the field was accustomed to be drinking. So that shows you that it's a hefsed if it's going to stop drinking, because it's accustomed to be drinking. Tekevan shirigilal l'shtot ilom mashke la'akshad itapisida yitera. Again, that, that, that's what she's explaining, that when it says Shaharba, what does Shaharba mean? That the wellspring that normally gives it to drink dried up. What does that show you? That if it, you're not going to start it up again, the field is used to drinking. So it's going to be said. So that she makes a good deal here. What did the Be'udah allow? You have a field that is going to be said. It's custom to drink. So what did he allow you to do? A wellspring. But he did not allow you to take rainwater or water from a well with a pail. Why? That's the Hayatera. So you see from the implication what the Be'udah did not say that you see Tirhayatera b'mkom said is Asur. I repeat. No, it's not a Tirhayatera to set up a well, to, to set up the, 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 the Ma'yan, the spring. Obviously not. You have to say the Mashke, you just get it started, and it just goes through the, 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 the canal. But what's the issue? The issue is to go draw water from a well with a bucket. Now you got to go carry it to the mountain and water the field manually. That's going to be Tirhayatera. Hey, the Be'uda. Yeah, I got to have said over it. It's a bit He only allowed me to use the Ma'yan. From the fact that he didn't allow me to use the kilon, the, 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 the well, and the kishamim, what do you see from here? That the chayyitera is a suit. Furthermore, she brings a second proof. 
ועוד חזינן דקאמר רבי יהודה לא יפנה עוד שתהה אדם עמת המים עלמה תלושר רבי יהודה תלחה יתרה which means when he said you're not allowed to clear out אמת המים you have אמת המים and it's all clogged up and there is the dirt uh, went in there and you want to dig it out so that the view that was also said that why that she says because clearing out the amatamayim would entail great tirha even though you're in the Beit HaShidachim so you see two proofs that the view says only Beit HaShidachim not Beit HaBa'al that means only if said and not Harvaha and also you see what tirha yitirai did not allow number one because he did not allow you to use from the Beit HaShidachim from the well water, or the rain water, with a bucket. And furthermore, you see, they did not let you clear out an amatamayim that got clogged up. What's the reason? Kadirei yelled that the digging it out is going to cause a terhayetera. So that she concludes and says, Alma matnitin rabbi Yehudai. Deha rabbi l'azab bin azariya lo shena kharev manyana mimayan shi yasalab al-tekhila velo shena lo kharev tarvayu asur. Which means, according to Rabbi Azar bin Azariah cannot be our uh, Mishnah. Because according to Rabbi Azar bin Azariah, he never lets you use a new Ma'yan in a Bet Shadachim. Well, that's not our uh, Mishnah. Our Mishnah said you're allowed to use a new Ma'yan in a Bet Shadachim. It cannot be Rabbi Meir, because Rabbi Meir allowed you even Bet Baal. So we methodically conclude that the Mishnah must be Rabbi Yehuda, teaching you two principles. Harvacha Asur. Hefseid mutar, v'afidu b'mkom hefseid, d'avka tircha, aval lo tircha yitera. Comes the Gebran says, Umimai, Gebran challenges this proof, who told you? Dilma, maybe, adkan lo kamar b'yehuda, beta shilachin in beta ba'alo, אלא מעיין שיצא בתחילה דלמה אתה לאנפולה which means in what type of spring was the Be'udah talking about? a new spring he allowed a new spring to be used so I'll tell you here a new spring he only allowed you to use in a bit of shilachin because since a bit of shilachin is a field that needs the water so he went even to be mekeh to let you use a new spring and he's not worried that what that it might come to fall because since we have a bit of shilachine we have to be lenient but maybe an old spring that's established there was no suspicion that it might fall maybe a lot even better bad she says who told you that the B.U. that could be the author of the Mishnah what? because you saw be Mikhail in a bit of shilachine a new spring Maybe it means like this year. A new spring is only mutar in a beta shilachin. But maybe an old spring is permissible even in beta baal. And then you see what? Harvachan cholamoed is mutar even according to Rabbi Yuda. So you have no proof. So the Kibara says, Imken matnitin aman termia. Okay, great. Then who, who's the author then? Who, who are you going to put it? Which means then you methodically went and proved that no shita can be the Mishnah. That that can't be. You have to explain these statements that the Mishnah is going like somebody. You told me already, it cannot be to be there, Zabin Yaakov. Because you told me you have no proof from him regarding the Tirhayat to that issue. You told me it cannot be to be Meir because he's Matir al You told me it cannot be to be Al Azabin Azariah because he's Osir, Mayan, but Tahidah, but Tahidah, but Tahidah. And now you tell me it can't be to be Yudah because he's also Matir al in a bit of us. Who is it? Ela Rabbi Yehuda. לא שינה מעיין שיצא בתחילה, ולא שינה מעיין שלא יצא בתחילה, בית השלחין אין, בית הבעל לא. אלא הטייה. רבי יהודה, he's only מתיר by בית השלחין, first of all. And by בית השלחין, any type of wellspring is permissible. Also, if any type of wellspring is permissible, why do you only discuss a new one? He should have said, a new one and an old one. Only by betash exact like the Mishnah said. Why do you only discuss a new one? The high dictani ma'ayan shiasab betachila. The reason why I discuss the new one the odiacha kochod Rabbi Meir to show you how lenient Rabbi Meir is. The afilu ma'ayan yotzeb betachila meshkim imenu afilu sedeh ba'al. 
that the Bihmi'id is so mekel, he allows even a new wellspring in Sadeh Baal. So the reason why the Brayta chose that scenario is to show you Kawah de Hetera of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir allowed Harvahana Beta Baal, right? What type of wellspring? Maybe I would say, you know, maybe Rabbi Meir is only Mekel in the, in the Beta Baal, in an established wellspring. It's enough you being lenient to the Beta Baal, or maybe only an established one. Kamash Malan, he's even Mekel, even in a new wellspring where you're worried that the walls might cave in, so you're getting Tukunot. Beta Baal with a new spring, still Rabbi Meir is going to be. Mekel. But the Biuda only Betashilahin. And it doesn't matter what type of wellspring. Ben Mayatya Sabitahila, Bim Mayachaloya Sabitahila, but that why? Because it's a case of if said, however, only through a wellspring, that the water flows through by itself. However, by a kilon or geshamim with a bucket to go draw it, even the Biuda will say no, why? Because that's considered Tirha Yetira. Also, what do you see according to the Biuda? Exactly the principles that were set forth. From our Mishnah. So if somebody asks you, who's the author of our Mishnah? Conclusively, the author can only be Rabbi Yehuda. Now if somebody asks you also, is there any shita that says, Harfacha is permissible on Cholam Mu'ed? Enhancement? Yes. Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir is Mekel and a Betabal. Now, very Mekel. Even uh, you're allowed to use a, 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 a spring that the walls are not established yet. Where you're worried they might cave in. Don't worry about it. Betabal, Harfacha, Mutar. And then you have to be Zabin al that he was somewhere in the middle. He held that Beta uh, Baal Asur for sure, and even in Beta Shedachin, he only allows you to use an established Mayan, but a new Mayan, no, because he's worried that the walls might cave in. So the Mishnah must be going like Shitat Abiyuda. Now the Gemara goes on to a different subject. Itmar, we have a statement. Hamenachish. Menachish is somebody that goes and pulls out weeds. The reason why you pull out the weeds from your field is in order to enhance the growth. Right? The guy waters his field. He puts water on the Zeraim. He did this on Shabbat. What do you warn him for? Which is on Shabbat to be Hayab Mita, Sekila, you got to be warned first. You have to tell the guy, hey, this is Asur. Now when you warn the guy in Shabbat, you have to warn him, a clear warning, what he's transgressing. You have to tell him what melacha he's transgressing. So they want to know, when a person pulls out weeds, or a person waters his zera'im, uh, the seeds on Shabbat, which one of the melachot is that? What's the transgression? It doesn't say one of the 39 melachot is not melachish. Uh, one of the 39 Melachot is not Mashkei Zira'im. So we want to know which one does that fall under. What do you have to know for? When you want the guy, you want him the proper... Which uh, means if a guy is watering his field and you tell him, uh, don't uh, don't be Makebe Patish. That's not a legitimate warning. It's got to be the warning for the Isur that he's doing. So Rabbi Amar Mishum Choresh. Rabbi says it's plowing. Rabbi Yosef Amar Mishum Zoraya. And Rabbi Yosef says it's because of Zoraya, two of the melachot. Horesh or Zoraya. Amar Rabbah. Kevati didi mistabra. Rabbah says, it makes sense like I said. Why? Ma darkosh shil Horesh. What does Horesh do? Barma, what's the action of Horesh? Lerepuya ar'a. It softens the ground. Hainameh marpuya ar'a. Here also, what are you doing when you're uh, watering the ground? You're softening the ground. So Rabbah looks at it. What is the action similar to? When you're pulling out the weeds, you're softening the ground as well. When you're watering the ground, you're softening. So softening ground is similar to what? Horesh. Amar of Yosef, Kibati Didi, Mistabra. He's no, makes more sense like me. What's the function of Zoraya? When you plant, planting causes growth. So too, Here too also, watering is going to inspire growth. Which is according to the way Rabbi Yosef looks at it, he says, I don't look at the action, I look at the intent. What's the intent over here of the guy? He wants things to grow. So yeah, even though you're right, he might be softening the ground. But what is his intent at the end of the game? His intent is to cause something to grow. So therefore, it's more domain to Zodaya. So that's why Tosfur understands the Mahlokan. Where Rabbah looks at it, what's the action? Bottom line, you're softening the ground. That's Choresh. The other rabbi, Rabbi Yosef, says, no. What's your intent? What's your kavana over here? Like I want something to grow. Grow, that's already. Zoraya. So, Amadeh Abaye, Lerabah. 
So Abaya tells Rabbah, Lididach Kasha. To you there's a Kasha, Ul Rabbi Yosef Kasha. And according to Rabbi Yosef learns there's a Kasha. What? Lididach Kasha, Mishum Choresh In, Mishum Zorei Alo. Which means, why can't you be high of two things? You only say Yahya Mishum Choresh. How can you be high of Mishum Zorei as well? Rabbi Yosef Kasha, Mishum Zorei Ain, Mishum Choresh Lo. Which means, and according to Rabbi Yosef, you only Yahya Mishum Zorei. Why is Yahya Mishum Choresh? Which means, on Shabbat, you can do one action and be high of many Melachot. So therefore, the truth is to better both these things. So therefore, you should be high of both. Which means, Rabbah, why did you only say Choresh? And Rabbi Yosef, why did you only say Zorei? Why don't you tack on? Both. Nafkamina, if you warned him for either one, he could be Hayav. Why are you only limiting it to one of the two? Because maybe you'll tell me that when you hay- whenever you do two Melachot on Shabbat, you only Hayav on one, which maybe you'll tell me you can't be Hayav on two Melachot on one action. That's not so. Zomer. Zomer is pruning. What does pruning mean? You cut branches off a tree. What's the reason why you cut the branches off the tree? Because you want it to grow. Right? When you cut, it causes it to grow. So, zomer v'tzarich le'aisim. You pruned and you need the wood. You have two items. What are the two items you have? Hayav shetayim. Hat mishum notaya. One, because you're planting. How are you planting? When you cut a tree, you're causing the other tree to grow. Hat mishum kotser. What is kotser? Reaping. Because you need the wood. Reaping is only hayav when you need the wood. Just like when you reap uh, wheat. Reaping is what? You need the, uh, the item. So then what do you see over here? You did one melacha. You did one action, I should say. You cut wood and you need it. I have two items. So therefore, the watering the ground, you did two things. It should be hayav mishum chodesh. Because you're softening the ground. It should be hayav mishum zoraya. You know what the answers? Kasha. Yeah. Kasha. Leaves it in the kasha. Rabbi Yosef asked the question to Rabbah. Again, Rabbah said, when you water a field on Shabbat, you hayab mishum chodesh. Okay? What was his logic? Softening the ground. So the Gemara is like this. Ha-menachesh. Menachesh is pulling out uh, weeds. Va-mehapeh. is covering up seeds with dirt. You have uh, seeds on the ground. You cover it. You take some dirt and you, you cover the uh, seeds. Likilayim. Oh. You have, let's say, kilayim. You had two, two seeds in your field. You had, let's say, wheat next to the grapes. What did you do? You took uh, dirt and you went and you, uh, you covered it. Or you went, you had uh, wheat and grapes, let's say, next to each other. And you pulled out some of the weeds over there. What is that going to do? It's going to cause it to grow. So what is it says? Look here. You're going to get Malkut. Why? That's considered you did an Isur of Kilayim. Rabbi Akiva, Omer, Rabbi Akiva says, Afa Mikayim. Rabbi Akiva says, you know what? Just allowing Kilayim to exist, you have. You don't got to do any action. You walk by your field. You see Kilayim planted. You don't pull it. You did an inaction. You have. Afa Mikayim. You don't have to do a physical action to even grow them. Now the Gemara says, "Bishlama lididi." Rabbi Yosef says, "According to me, it's very good." Da amina mishum zoraya. I say minachesh is hayav mishum zoraya. Haynu da asira ziriab b'kilayim. The Torah says what? Sadecha lo tizrak kilayim. You're not allowed to plant kilayim. So now I understand when a guy's minachesh, why is hayav? Because if you say minachesh is zoraya. So therefore, the issue of kilayim is to plant kilayim. There's no issue to plow kilayim. Which means, well, when a guy plows his field to plant kilayim, he made an issue? No, no issue to plow. The issue is to what? To plant. When you have a kilayim, you're planting. So, minachesh is in the yard. That's why you have a yard. But according to you, is this chodesh asur? Which you should tell me, pulling out the weeds is chodesh. Where do you say chodesh is asur by kilayim? A guy, when he plowed his field in order to put seeds in it, do you have anything? Of course not. So therefore, the Gemara's question is, from Rabbi Yosef's standpoint, I must be right. Because I have a clear bright that it says, that a person who's minachesh kilayim hayav. Now, kilayim, you only hayav b'shum zoreya. Tzadikha lo tizra kilayim. So therefore, must be nichush is what? Ziriyah, not harisha. 
Amalehs, you know what the Rabbah answers? Mishum Mikayim. No, 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 no. You, you misunderstood the Brayta. When the Brayta says the guy is Menachesh, when he pulls out the uh, weeds, Yahaya Mishum Kilayim, it's not because he's Zoreya, it's not because he's Chore, it's nothing to do with that. It's because he's keeping Kilayim in his field. So the Gemara, what do you mean? The first opinion is going with keeping Kilayim? Which is for the fact that Rabbi Akiva says Yahya Mishum Mikayim Kilai must be Tanakama. Does not hold like that. So I can explain Tanakama is saying Mishum Mikayim. Kabbalah says Kula Rabbi Akiva. The whole bright is Rabbi Akiva. Umata am Kamar. Mata am Menachesh from Mahapib Kilai Mloke Mishum Mikayim. Shabbi Akiva Omer Afa Mikayim. Which means it's all to be Akiva. I read the Brayta like this: A guy goes in Menachesh, he pulls out some weeds in his in his kalayim area. Hayav, why hayav? Because you maintained a kalayim field. Nothing to do with planting, plowing. Don't get, it, don't get into that subject. Why? Because to be Akiva holds that I'm a kalayim bekalayim is hayav. So therefore, do not bring nichush bekalayim to the subject of Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef. Rabban Rabbi Yosef discussed is Nichush Zoraya, is Nichush Horesh. I said, hey, look, it's got to be Zoraya. Nichush Bikalayim, must be Zoraya. So the Kalot is like Kalayim. Rabbi Yosef said, what are you talking about? The Nichush Shobi has got nothing to do with anything. Which is, even if you didn't do anything, by the way, if you just walked by your field and you saw the field Kalayim, Yahya Mishum Bikayim. So the Kabbalah gave a case, Menachesh. You pulled out some of the. Uh, the, uh, the weeds, whatever it is. Hayav, why? Because bottom line, you left it there. Leaving it there is the problem. Shirabi Akiva, that's all one shita. Shirabi Akiva holds that what? That Mikayim Kilayim is Hayav. So the Gemara asks, My Tamad Rabi Akiva, what's the reason of Rabi Akiva? The Tanya Sadecha Lot Tizrak Kilayim. It says the Pasuk, do not plant your fields Kilayim. Any Ela Zoraya, that's Masma, only if you plant. Mikayim minayin. How do you know even if you establish Tamud Lomar Kilayim Sadecha Lo? What does that mean? You change the whole Derashaya? So the Mifashim, Ashim, Masechet Makor explains the Derashaya like this. It says the Pasuk Sadecha Sadecha Lo Tezak Kilayim. Correct? Now, the that's the beginning of the pasuks. Let, 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 let's discuss. You have two pasukim back to back to each other. The pasuk right before this talks about kile behema. You're not allowed to cause different animals to crossbreed. Okay. In that pasuk, the pasuk slashon is, and I'll quote it to you: behemtecha lo tarbiya kilayim. Okay, your animal, Lot Tarbiya Kilayim. So the Gemara is making the Rasha like this. Take the last word of that Pasuk Kilayim and read it like this Kilayim Sadecha Lo. Take the last word of Kilayim by Kilay Behema and read the first two words by Sadeh. So you read Kilayim Sadecha Lo, which is in your field, you're not allowed to have Kilayim in any which way. And just leaving it in your field, you hayav. Now, who gave the Gemara a right to start being Doresh, the last word of one pasuk, and the first two words of the next pasuk? So that she says like this: We're taking out of the normal pshat. The drasha, the Avi Matzil the Mechtav, the pasuk could have said like this: Behemtecha kilayim lo tarbiya. So it should have like this: Behemtecha kilayim, your behema kilayim lo tarbiya. Do not, do not intermingle them. But from the fact that it put the word kilayim at the end of the pasuk next to the word sadecha, must be that what they want you to give the drasha: Behemtecha lo tarbiya kilayim sadecha lo. Oh, so it must be you read it like this. Kilayim sadecha lo. Which means keeping kilayim in your field, lo. Do not do. So from there to be equivalence, even mikayim kilayim is going to be asur. Again, the juxtaposition of the word kilayim in the last basuk to the beginning of the next basuk, sadecha lo, 
As if it's telling me, in any situation. Good? Comes the Gemara and continues. Tenan, mashkin betashilachin b'moed. What do we say? You're allowed to plant, you're allowed to actually uh, water your fields. On hola moed, betashilachin that is. Ubashivirit. So, bishlama moed, mishum tirchahu. A moed, I understand why. Moed, what's the issue? It's a tircha issue. Ubimkom peseda, shadow of banan. Okay, it's said over here. We know the rules already. Hola moed, hefsed is mutar, and the tircha is not such a great tircha, therefore I have no problem. However you want to learn watering a field. Is watering Zoraya? Let's say it's Zoraya. Are you allowed to plant during Shemitah? Of course not. Okay, let's learn according to the other rabbi, Rabbah. That watering a field is Mishum Choresh. Are you allowed to plow during Shemitah? Of course not. So the Gemara is saying, I understand you hetir on chola moed. You're working with terhab and kum hefsed. Okay, fine. I understand the mechanics, but on shemitah, could you water a field? Didn't the Mishnah say mashkin bet ashalachin b'shaviyit? What do you mean? It's either zoraya or chodesh. I thought, I, I, I thought we know ziriah and harisha and shaviyit is conclusively asur. So the Gemara says, look at what she says. How do you know that's asur? Harisha b'shaviyit mishare. It says a clear pasuk. That pasuk was talking about Shabbat, by the way. But the Gemara says in a different place, I don't need that pasuk for Shabbat. Because why would the Torah only have to single out Harish and Katsir? We know where Lotase Komelacha. So must be that pasuk is a Shemitah pasuk. And what does it tell me that it's a Sur and Shemitah? Harisha and Ketsira. So therefore, how could you tell me that you're allowed to water your field in Shemitah? Amar Abayeh, Bashivi'it, Bazemanazeh, Verabihi. It's talking about Shivi'it Bazemanazeh. Shivi'it Bazemanazeh, according to the Bees, only with Rabbanan. So in the Shivi'it, with Rabbanan, so then already the rabbis were more lenient. That what? In the case of if said, in Shemitah the Rabbanan, Mutar. Now how do you know that Shemitah the Rabbanan is one Tanya, Rabbi Yomer, Vezeh Devar Shemitah Shamot. We have a law that Torah talks about Shemitah. Now, it says in the word, the laws of Shemitah, the word Shemitah twice. Vezeh Devar Shemitah. This is the subject of the Shemitah, Shamot. So it's a double language. Shemitah, Shamot. Shamot means like, let it, let it go barren. Shemitah, Shamot. Shemitah, Shamot. The person was talking about two Shemitot. Achat Shemitat Karka, which we're familiar with. That's the Shemitat Karka. You have to let your fields just grow fallow. The Achat Shemitat Kesafim. Oh, what's the law of Shemitat Kesafim? After uh, the seventh year comes, all debts that are outstanding become erased. That's a separate law called Shemitat Kesafim. That what? The debts that a person has, Shemitat cancels them out. Which means guy owes his friend hundred dollars. Come Shemitah, you didn't pay him? It's clear. That is clear. Now there's all laws regarding this. But that's called Shemitah Kesafim. So the Pasuk talks about two types of Shemitot. So the Gebarah makes it the Rashana. This is Rabbi talking. Bizman she'ata mishamet karka, ata mishamet kesafim. These laws work only together. When the Shemitah karka, Shemitah Kesafim applies. Ubizman she'iata mishamet karka, iata mishamet kesafim. And when Shemitat Karka doesn't apply, Shemitat Kesafim doesn't apply. But what do you see from this Dirashah? That there's a time that Shemitat Karka does not apply. Torah. And therefore the B holds what? That the sometimes Shemitat Kesef, I'm sorry, Shemitat Karka is in effect Torah, and sometimes not Torah. And therefore it must be Midrabaran. So therefore we'll say what? Our Mishnah, go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah that said, Mashkin Beta Shilahim, Beshavi'id. We must be talking about Shiv'i'it Bizmanazeh. That's only Midrabanan. Um, so why do rabbis let you water the field? Whether it's Chodesh, whether it's Zoresh. Since Shemitah is only Midrabanan, Bimkom Hefsed, Logazun. Who's that going like? Rabbi. How do you know it's going like Rabbi? Because we see the B tells me 
that when, when Shemitat Karka applies, Shemitat Kesef applies. Implying that what? That there's a time that it applies and there's a time that it doesn't, doesn't apply. That means Shemitat Karka is not always Minat Torah, sometimes it's with Rabbanan. Last answer of the Gemara, Ravamar Afilutema Rabbanan. I can even tell you it's going like the Rabbanan. That what? That Shemitat is is the Oraita. Oh, it's the Oraita? Now how can I let you water the field? Avot asar rahmana, toldot lo asar rahmana. Okay, rule. The Torah only forbade in Shemitah primary melachot. Meaning, yes, Choresh, that's the primary melacha, Zoraya, actually putting the seeds in the ground. But not toldot. Which means, what is a tolda? An offshoot. Meaning, watering the field is a tolda of Ziryasad, Ziryamamash. And it's not Harisham Mamash. It falls under one of those categories. It's called a Tolda. Which means you have the actual Melachot themselves, and then you have the primaries, and then you have the secondaries. Now on Shabbat, Av is Asur, Tolda is Asur. Torah is Asur. Which means a person does a Tolda, and Shabbat, I have Sekinana Tolda. It's not a Midrabanan Toldot. Avot Asur, Toldot Asur. But on Shemitah, only the Torah forbade Avot, but not. Toladot. How do you know? So the Gemara says, because it says in the Pasuk, This is Shemitah, Shabbat Shabbaton Yehiyeh La'aris. Sadecha lo tizra. Vecharmecha lo tizmor. Right? It says, Zri'az Asur and Zemiraz Asur. Right? Let's analyze. Zemirah Bechlal Zri'ah. When it says zimira, do not pull, let's say, branches, do not prune your uh, field, right? Isn't that part of ziriah? That's, that's, that's ziriah. That's, that, that's a form of growing, because you're causing it to grow. Ubitzira, it says, vechar mechal lo tibsor. Bitsor, don't pluck the, the grapes off to cause it to grow. Ubitzira bechal kitzira. Well, that's reaping. So the Torah repeats. We have four melakot that the Torah repeats. It says, Bitsira. So the Gemara, what does it have to say, Bitsira? Bitsira is Kitsira, it's the same thing. The Torah says, Zemira. We have to say, Zemira, Zemira is part of Zeriah. Why would the Torah repeat four different melakot that basically, they're synonymous with each other? Because the Torah says by Shemitah four different things that are Asur. Kitsira, Bitsira. Those are synonymous. What do you need? Why is Bitsira? Why do you have to tell me Bitsira? Isn't Bitsira part of Kitsira? And it also says what? It also says zimira, not as more. Isn't not as more, which is uh, pruning? That's like ziriah. That's causing it to grow. So why would the Torah write four melachot by shemitah that seemingly are synonymous? You know why? Lemayil cheta kadvinu rahmana lememra de ahani toldot mehayev aharanaita lo mehayev. That you're right. Only these two items. That are toldot, which means there's a todah of ziri'ah. What's a todah of ziri'ah? Zemirah. There's a todah of kitsirah. What is that? Bitsirah. Only those are the two toladot that you have on. The Torah went out of its way to tell me, specifically these two items, those are the only two toladot you have on Shemitah, because they consider merakot hashuvot. But all other toladot, like watering, you're not hayav. It's a todah of either choresh or zoraya. Therefore, it's going to be permissible. So let's just review. Somebody asks you in the Mishnah, when it says you're allowed to water in the Shemitah, Beta Shalachim, your answer is, who is that going like? One of two answers. Either, like Rabbi, that Shemitah Bizman Azez de Rabbanan, and Bibkom said Logazu Rabbanan, on watering a field, or it's going like Hachamim, that Shemitah Bizman Azez de Oraita, but the Torah never forbade Toladot. And the only two Toladot it forbade was Betzira and uh, Zemira, because Torah wrote it explicitly. But all other Toladot is Mutar.